Welcome in everybody to a brand new episode of Audio Knots, your pop culture podcast, guaranteed for a good time, just like uh, your high school date. So I am your host, Eric Oldboy, alongside the co-host, Mr. MC Ren in the house. That's uh, me. That, that's him, yeah. for sure. Um, I wanted to tell everybody that you should tell your friends, your family, everybody you know that we are making this fun little show and you can find us on... Uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, Radio Public, Pocket Cast Breaker, your mom's house. You know, it's everywhere. Check it out for sure. So how are you today? Good. It's a Friday. It's almost your birthday. It is. Your birthday's tomorrow. Tomorrow. So I'm going to get all the, you know, happy birthday on the socials. Do you like that? And I'm going to spend half of my day just replying. Thanks. So that's my question. Do you... Do you answer each one individually, or do you give like one of those, thanks everybody for the birthday wishes at the end of the day? No, because I'm really appreciative of people. I answer everybody individually. So you're appreciative of the fact that Facebook reminded us yeah. that it was your birthday? Yeah. Nice. Because it gives, it gives, you know, makes me feel like um, I'm wanted. You're yeah. special. Yeah. All these you, notifications are for me. Do you have anybody in your life that sends you an old school birthday card in the mail? I don't think so. Yeah, I, honestly, I was thinking about it. I still get holiday cards. You get holiday cards like Christmas. Uh, yeah, sometimes from like other families from out of state. Your dentist, things yeah. like that. You get a lot of like you know those family portraits. Yeah. Right, the yeah. brag cards. Yeah, yeah. And that's the difference. So, back back when I was a kid, you know, your grandma and maybe an, your aunt from some other state would send you a birthday card with like ten bucks in it or something. Yeah. And that all kind of went away when the grandmas all went away from my, my generation. And then you still had the Christmas card. You'd get the Christmas card where people were well-wishing each other. But Handwritten? Now, handwritten. Yeah. But now, it seems like all the Christmas cards are just brag letters. Here's a picture of my family. We've, we've gone out of our way to make sure it's a really good photograph. And if someone's really feeling themselves, they'll include a letter. And they'll talk about how amazing they are, how their kids are geniuses. Do you get any of those? I think everybody does that, right? Like, well, a lot of people do it. A lot of people do it. They yeah. should stop. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've always thought it'd be funny to do, like, a um, a Christmas card where it looks like we're just, like, a bunch of hillbillies and, like, <laughs> lost my job this year. You know, my, my cousin impregnated my daughter. You know, like, just real hillbilly. The trailer lost one of its wheels. <laughs> Maybe when I... Um... Maybe when I, uh, well, we got a <laughs> notification saying that there's servants out today. Yeah, that's so funny. All, so uh, a little making of the sausage moment. We have all sorts of devices sitting around us as we're recording our podcast. We've got one, two, two iPods. We each are rocking our Apple watches. We've got a couple phones, a laptop, and every one of these dumb devices just beep to let us know there's a brand new episode of Servant on. Yeah, so you should sponsor us, Apple. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that was like that was almost like one of those warnings that we're about to get like nuclear bomb. Yeah, or there's like a blizzard outside, or maybe someone stole a kid out of the back of a station wagon. So that was pretty intense for a, a TV show update. So um, I have a confession about um, not really Christmas cards, but cards handwriting. Oh, okay. You know, I you know in this. Like, day and age, all we do is text, type, you know. You don't really handwrite. And right. sometimes when I handwrite stuff, it feels super foreign. I know <laughs> so, you're I absolutely know. right. I don't know about you guys, but for me, it's like, how? That's a really yeah. good point, because I agree. 
Um, I, I take notes at work, but anybody who's ever seen my note taking, I look like a straight up serial killer. It's a mix of like lowercase and uppercase letters. Yeah. And so I get it. Like if I was to had to sit down and write, you remember when you're young, you would write up, you grab a full eight and a half by eleven inch page. Yeah. And you'd kick out like a whole letter for class. Dude, I I would I don't know what I would do if yeah. I had to like space things, use my two fingers to space out between my sentences. Yeah, it, That'd be pretty intense. That's it's, that's the beauty of uh, graphic design. They have fonts that look just like you wrote it. So yeah. we can we, make it seem that way. We type it and make it look like that. Yeah, and, you know, we will make it seem that way. Yeah, but that's my confession. You know, that's a good confession. I Maybe think we fair. have like confession Fridays or something. Oh, I like it. <laughs> well, the only problem is we release this on Mondays, so everything's a Monday. Confession Friday released on Monday. Here's mm. a confession: we record on Fridays, or normally we record though on Thursdays. Thursdays. Yeah. And then we 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 missed it because you were at a magic show. I was. Tell everybody about the magic show. So, you guys may know this dude. His name is Shin Lin. He was the guy off of America's Got Talent, right? Yeah. So he won America's Got Talent. He won. He was he the, won, the number champion. one. And then they had like America's Got Talent champions where they brought back all the previous all like winners, the best, like the all stars. Yeah. And he won that too. He's like, what? this dude is freaking crazy. So he won both the regular one and the all star one. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So he does. He's doing his tour, and he came to Portland. So my wife and I got that. I went there last night. It was actually a gift for my birthday. Oh, there you go. From my wife. Tied so right back she, into know, the birthday. Yeah. So That's she a pretty knows good me gift. Well. Yeah. And Shinlin did more than just make your money disappear. Yeah. For going to the show it was pretty cool. I mean, yeah. good show. It was a good show. What was his best trick? Uh, for me, it was his uh, the way he does his sleight of hand. It's it's like perfection. Really. Like they, he was doing it, and there's a camera right up on his hands, and you could just see the car disappear. You're like, where the hell? Where'd it go? I think he sold his soul. <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> don't you sometimes when you watch these really good magicians, and the ones that have like a ton of props, like you know there's a lot of trickery happening with the prop. Yeah. But these guys that do, like you were talking about, that close-up magic. Yeah. And there's nothing but their hands and whatever it is they're using, cards or something small, ball, whatever it might be. And you're looking right at it. And they so, still somehow like trick our minds into believing what we think we're seeing. Yeah, like for example, he has like a... The close-up, right? An ace, a king, and a queen. He holds it to your face, and all of a sudden he does something, and the ace is gone. Like, where did it go? Like, incredible. I don't know, dude. That's incredible. Yeah. So would you recommend everybody see Shin Lin? Is I it would. Shin Lin or Shin Lim? Lim. With an M? Lim, is yeah. Is it mother? Okay. Because uh, his show is called Limitless, and he highlights the Lim and Limitless. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so. Very cool. Hashtag limitless. Yeah. yeah. So Shin Lim's the guy. Uh, you probably find him on like YouTube or something. Yeah, he's everywhere. He's so popular. Yeah. So if you've never heard or seen Shin Lim, definitely look him up because it sounds like his tricks are amaze balls. And the few that I've seen, because I I saw him compete on America's Got Talent, the first one, not the yeah. All Star yeah. one. And I was impressed. Yeah, because my favorite one that he does is called Fifty Shades of Red. Ah. Yeah. Nothing sexual, but oh, you, sh- you should watch that. Like he 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 makes a whole deck of red cards, yeah, turn to blue cards, like, wow, you know, stuff like that, you know, like that's super cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Check it out. Well, that's that's quite the birthday gift. Yeah, pretty cool. You know, I thought um, since it is your birthday, that not only should we have, I got a crazy idea. I'm literally having it as we're talking. Okay. Not only should you have a birthday, but we should have a birthday gift for our listeners. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I was thinking, um, let's say for the next. Four weeks, a solid month. Whole month? An entire month. Let's give 50% off 
of all logo design. Oh, nice. So for, That's a good deal. Yeah, it really, it really is. So in case you don't know, Vigilante is the sponsor. We are, in fact, Vigilante. Vigilante design is the best at making logos. No clip art, no tracing, no garbage from the internet. This is good quality stuff. So if you need a logo, and I'm not talking just businesses, if you've got like a cool cosplay thing going on, or maybe you're a gamer and you've got like a squad, or maybe you just need your own like emblem to stamp on your Christmas card brag letter, let us know. Uh, each logo is priced individually, so there's no cookie cutter, like $5 club garbage that you get on the interwebs, <laughs> you know? This is the real deal Holyfield guaranteed that you'll be happy. Um, so if you're interested, log in to VigilanteDesign.com, and when you uh, go on to the, um, the post, make sure just to use the term, let's go, REN B-Day. So that's R-E-N-B-D-A-Y, and we'll give you 50% off for the entire month of January and the first half of February. Let's go to Valentine's Day, all the way up to Valentine's Day. If you use REN B-Day in your request for a logo, we'll give you 50% off all those requests. Wow. Happy birthday. Yeah, right? For <laughs> not, everybody. Not to me, but yeah, so to all of our audio nuts. Yeah. No, audio nuts. Audio nuts. So yeah. the audio nuts can get nutty. Um, and check out the site if you want to see other logos we've done. Uh, I think you'll like it. But anyways, let's start the show for realsies um, with our healthy stream. I have way less Star Wars to talk about today, which is going to make my wife very happy. She says we talk about Star Wars way too often. Yeah, there's nothing Star Wars right now besides catching up on Clone Wars. That's right? what you think, but just despite her, I found two nuggets. Okay. Two glorious force-filled nuggets of Star Wars talk. Now these are, I'm kind of like, I'm really stretching the fact that this is in the healthy stream section, but I don't care. Um, so one of the things I saw a couple days ago is, have you ever heard of Build-A-Bear? Yeah, yeah, all of the malls. Yeah, have you yeah. ever done a Build-A-Bear? No. So I've built my fair share of bears. I have three kids. Right. And over time, I think each one of them has had a bear built at one point or another. Well, guess what Build-A-Bear is getting? Baby Yoda. Yes, they right. are. Of course they are. Of course they are. And I've often wondered, I should have looked before we got on there, but if uh, Disney owns uh, Build-A-Bear or part of it, because there is a Build-A-Bear in Disneyland. Um, I think I might even saw one when we were at Disney World that one time. Hmm. So I don't know if they just maybe work with them. But yeah, you will be able to go to um, Build-A-Bear and make your own Baby Yoda. Is there like a time frame? Like when can you do it? Soon. I think it's within like the next three three to four weeks. So basically the same time you get your half-off logo, you can go build a Yoda. Yeah. Well, you know, they got to do it soon because the Star Wars hype is kind of declining. Right yeah, now. they got to take yeah. advantage of it before people are tired of it. You know what they should do? Um, did you, I can't remember. You say you built a bear or never? Never. Okay, so when you go to build a bear, um, you, you pick your skin. So you pick like your dead animal skin. Yeah. And then you get to stuff it with a stuffing machine. But they make you also pick like a little fabric heart that you shove inside of it. So you could be like, oh, I wish. And you, they make the little kids kiss it and put it in there. They should totally like have like a handful of like midichlorians you shove inside of Baby Yoda. <laughs> right? How just, would you how would you like represent that? Just Get them with I don't know like some, a shiny ball. Or just some yeah. Instead of a heart, give them some sort of like force filled ball or yeah. some sort. Maybe a little tiny lightsaber and just yeah. jam it inside of him. So there's your there's your hot tip on that one, uh, Disney and Build a Bear. Um, my second piece of Star Wars news 
and I'm pretty sure you know this one, but I, I want to talk to you about it a little bit. Yeah, is uh, our favorite uh, Taki Watati. Is that how you say it? I think so. I'm really trying because it feels so bad because this guy's so dope and we're just like walkie-talkie. Um, Our next episode, I'm going to try to say it correctly. They've reached out, Star Wars, um, Disney, the mega corporation that they are, have reached out to Mr. Watiti and asked him if he wants to direct a Star Wars film. On a scale of 1 to 10, how excited does that make you? 10. 10? Really? No. 8. 8? <laughs> That was a if quick adjustment. Ten, if only he gets a trilogy. <laughs> right. But he said films, so there's only one, right? Yeah, they, well, the rumor was a singular film. But yeah. That doesn't mean it couldn't translate into something. Uh, but yeah, I think Mr. Uh, Watiti has made a bunch of fantastic movies. Um, I actually posted on our uh, Twitter account, the Audio Knots Twitter account. It's at Audio Knots uh, on Twitter. Um, he personally, in my opinion, saved the Thor franchise. I know we're all so at this point used to Marvel being this huge, can't-do-wrong type movie cinematic franchise. But in my opinion, and I know we differ on this to a, a small degree, yeah. uh, the, Thor, the first two Thor movies were absolute hot garbage. I like those. You liked them, though. Because yeah. you but, know I'm a big fan of Natalie Portman. So. <laughs> well, I like me some Natalie Portman. Yeah. But let me ask you this. Was Ragnarok better than the first two? Yes. Yes, okay. Way better. Way better. It was in my top five. Yeah, that's in right. It Marvel was in your movies, top yeah. five. And what was cool about it is I think uh, Watiti brings um, he brings a humor and a real fun essence to all the movies he makes. Yeah. So like the two previous Thors were very much, this guy's like a Norse god. He's very serious about saving his planet. Yeah. You know, they had all these kind of like garbagey special effects. And then they got to Ragnarok, and it was silly. And all of a sudden, and Thor, and Watiti even went out of his way to make sure you knew that Thor was going through changes. He cut his hair. Yeah. He did all these like physical attributes that we got to see. And I think then he had like a new hammer in that one too. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff happening. Or was that later? That's later. That's later. Yeah. We got his hair cut by Stan Lee, right? Wait, he did get his hammer, right? I don't know. I have to watch it again. That's one of my favorite because ones. Because the, the lady destroyed it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Hela. Yeah. She was hella crazy and she broke his uh, his Thor's hammer into pieces. But um, yeah, so I really like what he did with Thor. I thought he kind of um, brought it all back together. He brought it to the Guardians of the Galaxy type fun level. I would love to see what he does with Star Wars because we got just a taste of it when they let him direct that, um, was it the final episode of The yeah. Mandalorian? Yeah. Which was like one of the best ones. Well, he did the first one too. Right, the first and the first. So he bookended it. Yeah. So whenever you see IG-11, he directed those. So any of the ones where he can star himself. Yeah. I love that he likes to put himself in these shows as at least a voice. So yeah. he was the voice of IG-11. And he was the voice of the weird like rock guy. Yeah, the blue rock guy. I don't know what his name was. But he has a funny Australian accent that I really enjoy. I think he's from Australia New or New Zealand. New Zealand, maybe. I don't know. New Zealanders sound just like Australians. Sorry, New Zealanders, if we're. Yo, don't you. tell them that, dude. They get mad. They get pissed. I know. I know a, a dude from New Zealand, and I was. I thought he was from Australia, and he, and he wasn't having it. Yeah. So, I've often thought, and so we apologize to the New Zealanders that. Australians, New Zealanders, and even South Americans, or, or excuse me, South Africans, Africa, yeah. often sound um, very similar. Yeah, I think so. So, well, what, what what do we know? You know? Yeah, what do I know? They probably all think we sound the same. You know, like I kind of see like walkie-talkie the way I see you know, um, like the Blazers, right? 
Okay. Like Damian Lillard, for example, he sure. created his whole culture to where everybody wants to play with him and sort of thing, like have a good culture. So whenever Walkie Talkie does a movie, if you can feel like all the actors and actresses, they want to, you know, be in that movie with him. To right, work so with he, him, he makes know? everybody better. Yeah, you, you you see like the behind the scenes, everyone's happy. Like Chris and Hens were just having a good time, you know, stuff like that. So I yeah. think that really plays a big role in what he does too. Yeah, no, I I agree. So I think we're both hoping on a scale of one to ten. You said eight. I'll go ahead and go with eight too. That he ends up directing one of these Star Wars movies because I really think. Um, Star Wars is it got a little confused in this last trilogy with what it was trying to do yeah. and so if they can kind of I think what's made the Marvel group so successful is they've had one overwatching guy that had a game plan from the, yeah. for everything they made like a bunch of movies but he knew exactly what they were supposed to do and how they were supposed to like feel and the tone yeah, now Star Wars has the same guy <laughs> yeah Star Wars has that guy so hopefully that's what's going to happen hopefully we're kind of like as much as we like Star Wars now we're like stepping into maybe the golden age of Star Wars where they bring in guys like Watiti and John Favreau and these people that are just as big of fans as they are um, excellent directors, producers, writers. Yeah. For me honestly, I'm not I'm not a day oneer. So I really want to just start new. Kind like, of experience it from fresh. Yeah, just start new. You know, all the the, the Star Wars fans I know, they want to go back to like, you know, the old republic, go back in the to right. how the the Jedi all started, you know that's gets cool and all, but we know how it ends, you know. It's right? Like, yeah. You know how it ends, and I really just want to you know expand this universe and go beyond and see what happens next, you know. Yeah, and, no, I agree, and why not? You have so many creative folks out there in the industry. Why not bring them in and come up with brand new stories? Yeah, uh, brand new characters. I I, I agree with you one thousand percent on that because we know what the world is. And if you get some unique new characters and plug them into this world, I think yeah. that fans would really dig it. I don't think people are going to be like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah, because if you go back to like the old days and you introduce these really cool characters, character, you know he's going to die. And you're like, right. I'm not going to you know, invest myself in this character and just to see him die later on you know, in the right. war or whatever. You know, exactly. Stuff like that. Either that they have to go like way back before any of the characters we've seen were even alive. And then yeah. you're still getting new people. Yeah. So yeah, no, that that I agree. That'd be cool. I, I'm down for that. Um, moving from our friends over at Disney Plus over to HBO slash HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming out pretty soon. Uh, did you have a chance to watch The Watchmen at all? No, I uh, only got HBO for uh, Game of Thrones oh. and strictly Game of Thrones and some other shows that was on. But right, you'd watch other things while you're like yeah. paying for it. Yeah. Same. I'm pretty much the same. I I recently. Literally, right as The Watchmen was starting, I canceled my subscription to HBO because I knew HBO Max was coming. Yeah. So I thought, well, I'll just cancel it. I'll wait for the show to play its entire run, and then I'll be able to binge it when HBO Max comes out. I heard it was good. Yeah, it's yeah, gotten like rave reviews, yeah. and I was all excited. And I just noticed that um, the producer or writer or director or somebody, the creator of the show, had said uh, today that... He's not interested in making a second season. This is kind of a one-off thing, almost like a miniseries. Hmm. And I don't think the fans really knew that. I don't think H- maybe HBO knew, but they didn't sell it to the fans that way. Right. Is the season already over? Yes. So it's it's come to its conclusion. So if you, all of you out there who've watched The Watchmen, uh, that's it. That's all you're going to get, at least of that story. Well, at least there's like a conclusion, right? It doesn't have like a cliffhanger to where like it's open-ended? Or no. Like- from everything I've heard... It has a conclusion, 
but there's with any good show there's still a way to keep stepping forward if yeah. you wanted to yeah but it sounds like they're not going to so um sad day for the watchmen fans who wanted more but it is kind of nice sometimes when they create content that has a beginning middle and end and then they yeah. don't drag it out yeah. for years so that doesn't really hurt my feelings um i also saw did you, have you ever um or were you ever into gremlins the movie um, it's been a while. Like yeah, I've seen them, but it's been a while. It's been a while since I seen uh, saw Gremlins as well. And during Christmas, I actually showed it to my kids. Yeah, because I thought, well, this is kind of a Christmas movie because the first Gremlins takes place during Christmas. He actually receives the main character receives yeah the Mogwai, you know, or whatever it is for Christmas, and then you know all hell breaks loose as they go. Um, I just read that HBO Max because they're working on all sorts of new content. We've talked a little bit about their DC stuff in the past. Yeah. Uh, a new show that they're getting is called Gremlins Secrets of the Mogwai and it's going to be a continuation on the story kind of filling in the gaps of where the heck these things came from and so I was real excited about it it's actually going to be a cartoon oh it is? yeah so not oh, a live not action puppet. no puppets uh, which might have been kind of cool I, right. I dig live action but I also like if you can do animation well I'm down for it so, yeah, that's something to look forward when HBO Max comes out is Gremlins, they, Secrets of the Mogwai. They should have done it like, uh, you know how Netflix does uh, the, Dark, the Dark Crystal? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever watch that? No, I just it's on my list, but I just never... So I, so many shows to watch. I watched the first episode of it, and I thought, this is pretty okay. But then I was like, man, I don't remember the lore well enough. It's been I yeah. saw that movie, the original, when I was like a kid. Yeah. So that was also on Netflix. So we started watching it with the fam. And that movie does, I mean, it's good, but it's so slow that the pacing of those older movies is just like you want to rip your teeth out. I always get uh, that that one and the Labyrinth, Labyrinth confused. Like, it's like one yeah, movie to me. For sure. And yeah. Labyrinth is a better movie. Yeah. Um, so what happened was we watched, uh, we watched it and then everybody was so bored that we never bothered to go back and watch the rest of the episodes. Oh. So the movie actually turned us off the show. Oh, maybe one day I'll go back and watch it. Yeah. And moving from HBO Max over to Apple TV, we got to talk about uh, The Servant. You yeah, know, our, it was, we were reminded already. Right, yeah, right at the beginning of the show, all of our devices told us that we need to watch The Servant tonight. So are you all caught up? Yes, I am. All right, so uh, there might be possible spoilers. I, I try not to, well, that's not true. I spoil things all the time. There might be possible spoilers, because I want to talk about what we think. I would like to take maybe a couple stabs at guessing what's going to happen before we watch the final episode of the season tonight. Um, even though we, we think, and we both kind of hope, I think, that they said it's going to be 60 episodes, six seasons long, that hopefully that's not really the same story for that entire run no but i, I kind of so. feel like there's no way for them to conclude this story with tonight's episode it seems like there's so much more to learn but maybe i'm wrong well i think i think the conclusion would be just you see what happened how the baby died yeah and you see what leanne is all, all about and it's in there so i need to know right maybe we've all been thinking because like you pointed out before, the only reason we expect expect a twist is because M Night Shyamalan is connected to it. Yeah, maybe this is the the family that we think is really the stars, the 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 wife and the husband. Maybe they're just a kicking off point for us to watch more of Leanne next season, and she's really the star. So you think it's going to be more of her story next season? Maybe I was trying to guess what might happen because I I feel like 
as the shows evolved over the episodes, they made it seem almost as if um, she's not as weird as we thought she was. I mean, she's definitely she, kind of weird yeah, and religious, yeah. but she's not. I don't think she's any sort of sorceress or anything like that. No. Um, I think that they're pretty bad. I think they're the bad people. Clearly, the the wife is the bad one. Yeah, she, there's so many secrets, and you can see the last episode where she forgot her baby. Yeah, for what seemed like forever. I and mean, they show you the temperature, how hot it was, like over over. It's a like triple digits, right? Yeah. Over, over 100. And baby was trapped. Yeah, that's that's terrifying. And she clearly maybe had some post, um, post-mortem going on with her husband being away doing his, his TV show. Yeah. And uh, so she was uh, in a weird state of mind. But yeah. still, it was strange. So, yeah, I'm interested. Now Now they've kind of shown, because Leanne knows the, the truth about what happened to the baby. She seems PO'd at the mom. And I'm interested to see how that kind of turns out. Well, because like she came out of the room with Ron, and Ron's like, she knows everything. Right. And so did he? Did Ron tell her like everything what that happened? And if if like our theory is correct, and that's like her baby, she wouldn't want the uh, the mom to take care of her baby because right. of how she took care of her original baby. You know, like, right? Yeah, and I think there's some. I almost wonder. Because now we've seen more of it. When Leanne first arrived and realized that there was this mother who was in real pain living with this doll that was supposed to help her, yeah. if she reached out to her weird hillbilly religious family and they brought her a baby from maybe the family that burnt up, yeah, yeah. and How she was, she was trying to help this lady get through with a real baby thinking that would help, yeah. and then now, but now she's questioning even her choices thinking, well, this lady doesn't know how to take care of a baby. Yeah. I shouldn't leave her with a human being. Yeah. So it's kind of like backfiring on, on Leanne yeah. for um, for trying to take advantage of the situations. Right. Thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's interesting. I'm interested to see what happens, um, whether or not it's a, a longer episode or not. I don't know. Yeah. I just wanted it to end. <laughs> yeah. It. And like we've said like a hundred times before, Apple TV is still not that great. That show, like all the shows they put out is very mediocre. Yeah. Right yeah. down the middle. It's because they got, like, like, you know, HBO's been doing stuff for a while. Everything, everybody's been doing stuff for a while. And then Apple's like, oh, let's be in a game, too. And they have nothing to play with. Like, Yeah, they don't have any big franchise yet. They don't have anything funny. They haven't gotten anything funny. Um, I don't know. They, they, I think in their mind, they thought, we're going to hire big-name directors and big-name actors. And that'll, that'll make people tune yeah. in. But it hasn't paid off. Did you see uh, Batista got cast to uh, see season two? Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I did see that. What do you think about that? It's a great way to make that show worse. Yeah, because <laughs> we were talking about Jason Momoa can't really... He's not a great actor. Yeah, and you bring Batista that he's even worse than Jason Momoa? Come on, dude. Dude's a wrestler. He's a wrestler. And the only reason he worked as Drax in the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. is because he had limited lines. Yeah, and he says things like... Uh, I'm standing still. You can't see me. You know, he yeah, like, it was funny because he's dumb. You know, right? Like, and he was very serious and spit out his lines a certain way. Yeah, yeah. No, um, that show. I don't know. I really don't know. But I was hoping it would get better, but that doesn't give me hope. Like you're saying, uh, they're trying to just hire names to be in their shows for have people to watch. You know, like yeah, yeah. Well, forget them. So as we see our way over to Netflix. Um, have you watched any of season two of Lost in Space yet? I have not. Okay, so I won't spoil it for you. I really like season one, but I'm still waiting for see if my wife wants to watch it. Right. If if not, you then I'm gonna watch it. it without her. 
So if you're listening now, let me know. <laughs> That's what I do too. Honestly, I do the same thing. So I have the same thing. I'll, I'll, I'll sit down with the wife and I'll say, hey, do you want to watch show A? And if she shows any interest, we'll watch like one episode. And then I'll ask her after the first episode, did you like that or should I watch it on my own? And she'll just straight up tell me, yeah, that's boring. You can watch it on your own. No, or I'm kind of intrigued. Let's watch it together. Yeah. So like, and then sometimes there's some shows where she's like, I don't want to watch that. Like I go, yeah. hey, you want to watch The Witcher? And she's like, no. But I'm like, hey, you want to watch Servant? And she's like, I'll give it a shot. And then she likes it. Yeah. So I'm like, let's go. Yeah, for The Witcher, I'm like, before I even showed her, she, I, I told her, there's magic, there's monsters, there's witches, um, topless ladies based on a video game and there's your favorite Henry Cavill and she's like I'm in nice <laughs> so, yeah. yeah so if yeah. it's something that appeals to him yeah but anyways uh, Lost in Space season 2 is uh, pretty good uh, season 1 was great I think like I've said probably a million times before but I'll keep beating the drum Lost in Space may be one of the better shows Netflix for whatever reason doesn't really push hard yeah um, like they don't give it the kind of love that they give, obviously Stranger Things or some of the, even the other smaller sitcomy type shows um, that they push pretty heavily. Well, I guess it depends on what you watch and what you stream, right? Because I don't get any of the um, ads, right? But like our, our buddy, oh yeah, told right. that he gets ad all the time. That's why he watched season two. Like, what the heck? Like. I think that might be, like you said, because of what you watch. Yeah. But I'm talking about, like, on social media and the regular uh, media type stuff. Like, when I go on, like, the Twitters and the Instagrams, Netflix is always pushing something because I follow them. But they don't ever push Lost in Space. I think you're, like, the only person that talks about it. I probably am. And I'm yeah. here to tell everybody, if you're not watching Lost in Space, give it a shot. Um, it's definitely a family show, but it's not a kid's show. So everybody can like it. I love it, personally. It has um, great acting. All the actors are really good. The stories are really clever. I know it's based off a kind of an old cheesy version of it from back in the black and white days. But um, it's really well done. And the special effects in this, my wife thinks I'm crazy because I sit there the whole episode going, this is a pretty good special effect. <laughs> this is pretty good special effects. I'm always so impressed that they have good special effects for a television show. I think one of my, my favorite things about that show is too is when they get into situations yeah. and the situations are so intense that it makes right. you like feel like like you're part of it. It's just like, man, it's crazy. Oh, man. And wait until you get into season two. So season two uh, uh, starts off super fast and strong, right? They give you like a real intense situational type episode like what you're talking about, like right out the gate. I might, do, I might need a, uh, a recap. Yeah, they do. One. Well, what's nice about Netflix is they have a pretty solid recap that you can skip or watch. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it since it originally was out, then yeah. definitely watch the recap. You're need it. Yeah. But it's a, it's a solid two-minute recap. But, yeah, the sh the, so they, they pop right out of the gates, and it's real exciting. And then they kind of they get a little slow in the middle because they start story building. They're, uh, they're definitely looking at the bigger picture, so I'm hoping this is a show that Netflix doesn't cancel like they do a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then they finish really strong. And so the end of it's got like an amazing cliffhanger. It's got lots of ah. moments that pulls at your heartstrings, give you the feels. Um, it has uh, some of the coolest them versus the bad guy episodes ever. And special effects. Great special <laughs> effects. I'm like, holy smokes, this is better special effects than you see in the movies sometimes. Plus, uh, whoever makes this, I almost wonder if the people making this worked on those uh, newer Star Trek movies. Because you know how like J.J. Abrams in his Star Trek movies yeah. really likes him a lens flare? Yeah. So does this show. Okay. So you'll notice, now that I've said it, it may, it may bug you because you'll notice it so much. Goddamn lens flare. They're adding lens flare to everything. But it, it gives it ambiance. It makes it look cool. So I, I get why they do it. But yeah, it's 
pretty cool. So, uh, once again, I recommend Lost in Space. You should definitely watch it so we can talk about it. It's uh, funny because like, every time there's like a space scene or space something happens in space, my wife's always like, this is fake. There's no sound in space. Oh, well, that's fair. <laughs> I was like, it's a show, dude. <laughs> I've often wondered because space has no oxygen, correct? But what fuels fire? Oxygen. So how in like Star Wars and all these movies when they blow up Death Stars and they do all that stuff, how come you see so much flames? I don't know, man. You guys are just thinking too much. Yeah, we're overthinking it. Spin reality. She's right, though. Yeah. She is right. She's always right. Well, you know, um, I don't, like I said, I don't want to spoil anything. But you remember in Guardians of the Galaxy when um, Star-Lord goes to save... Gulamora? Gr- yeah, Greenface. Yeah. And he's like starting to freeze out in space. Like He starts to like freeze over. They have a moment like that in this uh, season of Lost in Space that's so much more realistic that it made it feel way more... In fact, it was like... It was so good it made me feel like, oh. Damn. Yeah, so. So it wasn't like uh, Leia force filling herself with the force where she like superman across yeah. the space nothing, nothing like that oh. this was like what i like about it too is i'm sure the science isn't fully strong but they use a lot of science in this show yeah. to kind of make sense of the um the science the science fiction that we're watching right right and it's well done and this this season they did a better job too of explaining some of the things we didn't understand last year like why is one of their children black why is um what happened to the earth exactly what happened when she traded uh, information to get Will on this sh- spaceship. Yeah, so yeah. we learn all of that. Yeah, because he wasn't qualified. He wasn't qualified. Yeah. But we learn exactly what happened. And okay. then not only do we learn how it happened, we learn what kind of outcomes, that there's consequences to your choices. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, it's well done. I really hope Netflix picks it up again. So all right, I'll watch it. Yeah. Sooner than later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, next, I want to talk a little bit about some hot trailers. I haven't come up with a clever name. You know, we have the healthy stream for streaming TV shows. But we need to come up. I like to talk about, talk about movie trailers because they always gets me geeked. Trailers, yeah, I don't know. movie trailers. I don't know. I'm geeked for these hot trailers. I got I got nothing. I mean, if somebody if somebody on the interwebs thinks of something good, shoot it to us via yeah. the social medias, and we'll 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 use it because I like having clever topic names. But anyways, there has been a bunch of new movie trailers. Um, I don't feel like 2020 has like one ginormous or two ginormous movies like 2019 did because in 2019 we got Endgame we got Star Wars finale so we had some yeah. real I mean giant, big names yeah. yeah megalodon type size movies but I think we have a lot of strong franchises happening in uh, 2020 so the trailer that's uh, they just released a second one of it is during one of the NBA games last night or the night before was the Black Widow have you oh. seen the newest trailer? I don't think so so they give you just a little bit more. They show uh, you more of a Taskmaster? Yeah, they yeah. show you a lot more Taskmaster. Yeah. And I think they partially did that because the interwebs were like, that Taskmaster guy used to go play like um, paintball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, it looks pretty good. I mean, do you have any thoughts or feelings or about what you think Black Widow, uh, how well it's going to be received, how good it's going to be? I have no idea. I have no expectations for that movie. <laughs> I don't either. I think part of the problem is... They're making a movie on, off of a character they've already killed, kind of like what you're talking about with Star Wars. Unless they're going to go back in this movie and somehow give us a hint on how she didn't die or yeah. come back to life, it's kind of weird for us to get this at this time. I see this movie should have been like before. All I can figure is because we keep giving Kevin Feige a lot of pro- um, um, a lot of love, and I think maybe he's got some plan we just don't know yet. 
Yeah. That's all I can figure. It's probably like to introduce someone else, you know? Yeah. So that's that's Marvel's first of the year actual in the CMU, right? Yeah. Because there's other Marvel movies coming out, and it seems like a lot of the Marvel movies coming out so far in 2020, the early part of 2020, are they're Marvel movies, but they're not CMU movies. They're the Sony version of Marvel movies. Right. And the one that um, um, I saw just recently was Morbius. Yeah. What do you know about Morbius? Yeah, he's a vampire. Did you ever read any of the comics? No. I never read any of the comics either, so I know like that he's like, literally everything I know about Morbius, I learned in that two-minute trailer. Well, like, like unlike you, you're the, you're like the comic book guy, right? Yeah, was he in the cartoons? He was, like, when I first got introduced to him, he was in the Spider-Man animated series. So is Morbius always a bad guy, or is he like a lot of stuff in Marvel where he turns into an anti-hero? He's more like a, I think, anti-hero, but still he's a vampire, so he still does vampire stuff. Yeah. And I think he, like, likes a chick. I forget who, what chick it was. Right. But Spider-Man's always, like, fighting him, and he teams up with him. I don't know. It's So I think maybe just from the trailer, my guess is maybe he's starting off as a villain. Or maybe he's like... He's not a bad guy, but he becomes a villain because at the very end of the trailer, you see him like give a good wink to the vulture guy. Yeah, Kevin, um, what's his face? Original Batman. Oh, Michael. Michael Keaton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Keaton, and uh, I'm hoping that means Sinister Six. I mean, yeah. Do you think? But I don't know if he's ever been in the Sinister Six crew, right? But yeah, but part of it. Because it's Sony trying to use what limited Marvel characters that they have ownership yeah. of, um, they may have to make their own Sinister Six, yeah. right? Yeah. So they'll have to use just the bad guys that they have and pull six of them together and call it a day. So like a bunch of doctors together. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of, we're all nerds. Yeah. You got Dr. Ock. Yeah, so Doc Ock, the Vulture. Um, and he looked, Morbius looked like he was a doctor too, right? Yeah, they were making him seem like he's some sort of scientist at least. Yeah. Um, then you have what the Scorpion, Sandman, uh, oh Mysterio, uh, Electro, Electro. Uh, what's the Shocker? Le- oh yeah, the Shocker. Um, yeah. So, what do you think on a scale of one to ten? How excited are you for Morbius? Uh, about three. A three, so yeah. really low. Yeah. You don't have expectations. I have no expectations that movie. I don't know what to expect. Like, I don't really know the character, and I don't really know the storyline or what time frame or yeah. timeline they're in. Just, I don't know. What do you think about Jared Leto as cast in that role? Do you like him better as Morbius or better as the Joker? Uh, he looks better as Morbius because he looks more like a dark, uh, you know, loner. Sort yeah, sort and of I couldn't tell if it was special effects or if he really went from skinny to jacked because they show a little bit of both in the movie, in the trailer. Right. So. A little like Captain America. A little, yeah, like, good on him. Yeah. Um, the other Marvel entity, which actually is owned by Disney na- now, but was originally developed by Fox, is New Mutants. And they've been pushing oh, yeah. the, the release of New Mutants for like two years. I mean, this movie's... I mean, it stars What's-Her-Face from Game of Thrones. Arya Stark. Yeah, she's like a grown-ass woman now. She's still kind of a teeny bopper in this one. But uh, are are you excited for the finally them releasing New Mutants, or have you given up any hope of it being any good at all? I think I kind of just given up. To me, it's it's in the same realm as like Dark Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it's better. I heard Dark Phoenix because I've given up on the X Men movies other than Logan a long time ago. Yeah. And um, if this is in, anywhere near as bad as those, I wouldn't touch it with a ten. Yeah, pole. Dark Phoenix was bad, but um, Apocalypse was bad. 
but Days of Future Past was yeah. pretty good. I that one know. was okay. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. That one wasn't too bad. So yeah, New Mutants is finally getting its release. Um, they originally had pushed it to be like a horror movie. It seemed like yeah. the last few trailers they pulled back on that a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So I don't know how much editing they've gone through and changed it. So I'm wondering if this is a release just to get it out there and make a few bucks back since they pretty much paid to have this movie made. Yeah. Or if they think that it actually has a viable chance to be a decent film. I have I no mean, idea. Some of the characters in there are kind of cool. Like the one, the main girl, she could like, she saw you see her like summon a sword. That was kind of cool. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't really know much about New Mutants. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I used to enjoy the comic when I was a kid. I really liked the New Mutants comic book. But, um, yeah, I don't honestly know that much about this movie or the the characters that they've chosen to be in it. Um, but we'll see. I mean, are you, let me ask you this, would you go to the theater to see it? No. No, it's a rental? Yeah, it's a rental for me. Yeah, I think so. Red box. Red box. Um, I have a couple more trailers that I saw. I'm like, yeah, these, these ones I'm actually more excited for than some of these so-called bigger movies. Yeah. Um, did you see the trailer for Guns Akimbo? Yes, with the Harry Potter. Harry Potter himself. Yeah. That movie looks crazy. Yeah. So as sad and boring as we were talking about Morbius and New Mutants, I'm real excited for Guns Akimbo. That that movie came out of nowhere for me. Yeah, out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah. But and I look as like when I saw, it, I said, "Oh, this has to be based off some sort of graphic novel," and it's yeah. not. It's original screenplay. Oh, really? Yeah. So for, for those of you who haven't seen it, go check out the trailer of Guns Akimbo. But the basic premise that I can tell from the trailer is there's some sort of bad guy, and he's doing his bad guy thing. And what he does is he almost like those Saw movies where he puts people against each other. But what he did is he gets Harry Potter, knocks him out or whatever, and Harry Potter wakes up with two like nine millimeters like drilled into his hands. I bet you the person who wrote this. They got like 40 scissor hands in college. Huh? Right? 40 scissor hands. For those of you who haven't had a good time with 40 scissor hands, that's literally duct taping a 40 ounce to your hand. Yeah. And you got to drink before you take it off. Yeah, you it's can't the same take concept of this movie. <laughs> but what's funny, it's clearly meant to be a little humorous. It's supposed to yeah. look ultra violent. So if you're not into those kind of movies, this is a real good shoot 'em up. But Harry Potter's got a couple nines like bolted to his hands that he can't shake off. And he, from the beginning of the trailer, he's trying to put his pants on because he wakes up with these things on. His pants yeah. are kind of like around his ankles for who knows what reason. And it, it's, it's funny. They carry the gag through the whole trailer where it looks like he can't ever really get his pants all the way up. Yeah, and he can't even open the doors. He can't do anything. He can't do squat because he's yeah. got guns screwed to his hands. Yeah. And then he's they send the bad guy sends Harry a text. And he's like, Harry! Sends him a text message. Tells him that he has to fight away some like badass chick. Otherwise, he's going to kill him. So he has to go hunt for this this like super badass chick. And they end up looks like teaming up to try to defeat the bad guy yeah. in a typical fashion. Yeah. But the movie just looks absolutely crazy, yeah. like just out there. It's gonna be a ride. Yeah. So I don't know if I go see that in the theater, but maybe I might get a you know a hair up my butt and want to go watch it. I don't know, but maybe on a Tuesday. Oh yeah, that might be a cheap Tuesday movie for sure. Just get all geeked out. But yeah, Guns Akimbo looks pretty cool. The other one I saw that was another small, like almost um, indie style film that they released a tra- trailer for is a movie called Extraordinary. Have you seen that? Uh. I don't think so. It stars my boy Will Forte. Remember Will Forte from Last Man on Earth? Yeah, yeah. So he's in this movie, and he's with this lady that... So he's like... I think he's probably not the main star. He's like the secondary star. The real star is this this lady who can see like dead people no one else can see. 
he's he's like a preacher or something but it also looks like it's a comedy also even though he's an american actor it looks like everybody else is maybe an english actor so it has almost that like uh simon Pegg, uh Shaun of the dead, Shaun of the dead vibe yeah, to yeah, it okay so i just want to give everybody i don't want to talk about too much but everybody should give extraordinary trailer a watch to see if that's something you'd be interested in. i probably wouldn't see that in the theater but i'll be i'll be pumped when it shows up on one of my streaming services because it looks pretty funny i'll check out the trailer later yeah it's 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 interesting um like i said that it's just a, like a real humorous take on someone who can see because we've seen that so many times. People can see dead people when other people can't. Yeah, yeah. Like your old Deadbeat show. Oh yeah. It's almost kind of like that. I like that show. Man. I, you're the only one. I yeah. tried so hard. So, anyways, that was all I had for our, our hot trailer takes or our tractor trailer. I don't have it. We'll come up with something. Some amazing trailer. I don't know. There's something there. I don't know what it is. I think we'll take a shower or pee. And that's when all your best ideas happen. Yeah. So, anyways, I wanted to talk about we last uh, episode we kept teasing a brand new segment called oh, right. Full Advantage. I think you even made a um, a t- uh, sounder for it. Yeah, we did. And then we never did it. We yeah. never got to it. We took full advantage of the episode. Yeah, we got so distracted that we forgot to even talk about it. Yeah. So the full advantage, um, the idea is really simple. We thought each episode. Each one of us would uh, talk about maybe something that we've recently learned and share with you so we could all be smart. It's almost like life hacks via podcast. Yeah. Full advantage. So um, my life hack via podcast or what I like to take full advantage of is on Amazon. So those of you out there who are Amazon Prime members like I am, and I think there are a lot of people. I read one time that it's like just an incredible number of people are signed up to be Amazon Prime members. I mean, who is it not? Who is not a Prime member? You know. But I think when at least for me, maybe others are smarter than I am. When I originally signed up for Amazon Prime, my original reason because I wanted my free two-day shipping, yeah. and then I was like stoked that I got a streaming channel included. Yeah. And there's music. It seems free to you now, right? All that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't even count it. Like, I'm doing my bills. I'm like, well, I'm paying for the free two-day shipping. All that extra TV is just bonus. Well, here's another bonus that I just recently learned about is uh, Amazon Prime because, you know, I'm a fan of, um, I'm still a fan of graphic novels and uh, even regular books and novels. Um, I've grown to really like especially comics and graphic novels on my iPad with my Kindle app Yeah. because I can zoom in and like really study it because I'm old and blind. So, So it's like kind of a fun way for me to intake it. Well, I, I just learned they have this thing called Amazon Prime Reading, and with Amazon Prime Reading, you can you can check out like a library. They actually, the way, when you read the description of how it works, they they call themselves a library, and as as all of us all included, we already all have it, but none of us are taking full advantage of it with our Amazon Prime account. We can uh, rent up to ten books, comics, or magazines for free as often as we want. What the heck? So basically, you can have 10 things in your Kindle for free. So as soon as you finish it, you just press the return button, and it, it takes it off your list, and it goes back to Amazon virtually. It's like a digital library. Then, it's right? a digital yeah. library. That's cool. And I've been totally taking full advantage of it recently because um, I've been nerding out again like the old days on graphic novels because they have so many good ones. And mm. not everything's available for prime reading. Yeah. In fact, there's a lot that's not available. But as far as freebies go, the fact that I can have all these choices and not pay a single cent for it, I'm happy to do it. So. But they're hoping for you to like want it so much that you'll pay for it, right? Or that you'll continue on because a lot of times they'll give you a handful. So let's say the graphic novel has 10 
issues to it. Yeah, yeah. They'll give you just a handful of them for uh, free, and then when you get to like the third or fourth one, you have to buy it or rent mm, it yeah. for real money. So correct me if I'm wrong, but on your iPad, you need to download the Kindle app. Correct. Be able so, to read it, right? Right. Unless you have a Kindle device, and right. some people do, but I have. I just use my iPad. Your iOS, you can download the Kindle app, right. and it goes right in there, and everything right. it stores in a nice virtual library. It all okay. sits in there, and you can keep it as long as you want. There's no um, expectation for you to give it back anytime soon. There's no late fee. No late fees. <laughs> and but as soon as you hit ten, you can't take an eleventh, right? Right, right? So the only way you can take an eleventh one is if you start to pay like the monthly Kindle thing. Right. But you, as soon as you're done with one, you just give it back, and you can take another one. They also have uh, audio books. So if you like it, like you, I know oh, have dude. a little bit longer drive. I totally need that. Yeah, yeah. You, you can get free audiobooks. So I, I, I'm digging it. Um, everybody else should give it a shot. Look it up. It's Amazon. It's called Amazon Prime Reading. Uh, download the Kindle app on your, your, um, your device, your phone, your iPad, whatever it might be, or if you have a Kindle, even better. And then you can go ahead and get that for no extra charge if you're already paying for Prime. Cool. Dude, can you, like, if you have an audiobook, right, can you play that on your, like, Amazon show and stuff like that? Oh, Alexa, I, play. I bet you can. Yeah. I bet you can. We should try that. I have one out. In the, did you turn her on? I think so. Yeah. We, <laughs> we also have an Echo. Oh. Miranda Lambert, now on oh, Ooh. she's gonna play some music. That's nice of her, Alexa. <laughs> stop. Well, there you go. I our, saw the light. Light. Just glowing. Our oh, third co-host in the room is also an Echo, and she heard her name because she's always listening. So yeah, so what's your uh, your full advantage take? Oh, so as you may know, I recently built my computer, right? Right, you built a computer yeah. from scratch. From anybody who hasn't listened to the first handful of episodes, Ren like literally bought all the parts, um, like the guts, everything, motherboard, hard drives, memory, and constructed it yourself. Yeah, not really build, more like a symbol. Well, it takes a lot of work. It's a know? lot of work. I, yeah. I would say the average person can't do it. Yeah, and so... To get it running, you you need to get um uh operating system right. Okay, I know. So, uh, yeah, so Windows is the one that people usually go to because right. it's free. Sure. Unless you uh buy it and then you can use it as without you know the watermarks and all the personalization and stuff like that. But you don't get like Microsoft Word or Excel all the all the works you know. Right. And for for you to get that, you gotta buy um a subscription-based Microsoft 365 for all the apps to use. See, uh, and so the, the way around it is, this is my hot take, right? Okay. The full advantage is if you go to um, office.com, you could use all those apps via browser and everything is saved to your OneDrive. Oh, okay. Yeah, Everybody gets a, a, yeah. a OneDrive. You can sign up for that yeah. for free. So you use all the apps on the on the internet like you know like google docs yeah so it's like google docs yeah. but your old school microsoft stuff yeah so you have all the apps there for free that's really cool yeah. why would anybody buy it uh conveniency yeah know? you know the apps right there you open it up but what's nice about i guess the the cloud version of it yeah is you get to it anywhere say you're yeah. somewhere and your computer craps out on you you yeah. could go use something else and log in well they advertise a lot of cloud all the cloud based you know everything yeah. synced together stuff like that so yeah, it's cool. go to 365.com on login to your account and all the apps are there for you to use. That's really cool. For free. That's awesome. Unless you pay for it, it's like 100 bucks a month, no, a year or something like that. Well, what do you get for the $100 a year? You get the apps. Oh, the apps versus yeah. the cloud, yeah. the solely cloud-based It's version. just like we're paying for like, you know, Adobe 
you know, Photoshop or right. Illustrator and stuff like that. Same thing. Very cool. I love it. Yeah. Nice. Super cool. All right. So um, let's take a break right now and do a quick commercial. We're going to come back afterwards for our last little chunk of show. And we'll see you soon. Oh, welcome back, Audionauts. I uh, hope you enjoyed that uh, poorly constructed commercial. Made us a uh, nickel. So we appreciate that. Um, I think it's time, Mr. Wren, to see what is bubbling up in the new jacuzzi. So I have uh, the first news tidbit is, like, amazing. Uh, do you know who Gwyneth Paltrow is? Yes. Uh, have you heard that Gwyneth Paltrow has a store, a web store, called Goop? Have you ever heard of Goop? Have you ever been to Goop? No. You know, I just recently went to Goop, and so... Wait, where where's, where do we have one here? No, I went to Goop online. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to confuse you. There's no, like, store Goop, I don't think. Maybe. Maybe in, like, a New York City or something, but right. there's no physical location near oh, us. Okay. So Goop is a weird-ass uh, internet website. And so what she does, and I guess she's done for a while, is she sells all sorts of kind of, like, hippy-dippy, spiritual, weird stuff. Um, on this website, you know, she sells crystals. She sells all these weird methods. She got in trouble. She sells for whatever reason. She sells like a bunch of different um, vibrators, female massagers, if you will. And uh, she got in trouble last year for selling one that was like um, I forget what she called them. They're like dragon's eggs, and you put them in your vagina, and they were supposed to like. Do something to your pH balance and make it so you didn't have like urinary tract infections or something, but none of it was like registered with the FDA oh, right, or like right. actually right. proven to be safe. So she got sued, I think, for that. But now she, because she's apparently obsessed with her vagina, I mean, nice vagina, Gwyneth Paltrow, she's selling a candle that's literally called Smells Like My Vagina. Oh, I heard about that. <laughs> On the radio the other day, that's what it was. Yes. Oh my god. So um, I went to Goop to see because the smells like my vagina candle costs a whopping seventy five dollars for a freaking candle, and I've seen all the jokes on the twitters and the 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 social medias about you know what does it smell like the ocean you know like, ah, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I get it, <laughs> but um, you gotta give her some points because when I went to Goop to see uh, what more about it. It was sold out. Damn. So everybody wants bones, yeah. man. Dude, everybody wants to smell Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. That's just a fact. So it's a weird thing. They said, they actually talked about it a little bit. And I guess she was working with somebody like a candle maker. So, because she's rich and famous, she has somebody, who, you know, like these people that have their perfumes named after them. Yeah. This is like a person that makes candles, like specifically for people. And she's like, oh, yeah. And she was jokingly saying, well, I don't know. It kind of smells like my vagina. And and the guy thought, that's hilarious. You should use that as the name. And that's what they did. They went with it. And so, yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow is a complete, absolute weirdo with her goop stuff. But she seems to be some sort of marketing genius. Have you tried looking, like, away from the website? See how much people are selling it for? Oh, no. That's a good call. Yeah. Maybe, like, on the Ebays. Like, or... $200 for that would be crazy. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you that someone's hawking it for big money. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I guess if I could have got into Vaginaville, I would have sold some too, but I wasn't fast enough. Um, 
Actually, I was thinking the only way you can actually put out the smells like my vagina uh, candle is with a Summer's Eve douche kit. <laughs> so, thanks, Gwen. You let me make a dumb joke, too. By the way, Gwen, you're in Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, who know. would have thought? Isn't she basically a female Iron Man? Yeah. She's, what do they call it? Um... Oh, what they, her, what's her character's name? Other than Peg, no, Peggy? No. no, it's like uh, Poppy or... But... Oh, we're so bad with names. Oh, oh. So bad. Well, it's, it's like I said, it's almost become like a... Here we go. I have it right here. Um, she plays... I swear it starts with a Pepper. P. Pepper. Pepper. Oh, yeah, she so plays close. Pepper, Tony's wife, eventually. Yeah, yeah. But she also became the superhero rescue. Remember when she got her own armor for a yeah, bit? Yeah, in an endgame? Yeah, I didn't even realize that it has a name. So that character is actually called Rescue. So oh, really? If you wanted to really get the candle, you could call it Smells Like you know Rescue's Vagina or <laughs> Pepper and Salt Vagina. I don't know. There's something there that I just don't know yet. But... Uh, moving on past uh, her happy vagina into something else that's even more fun. Did you hear about, since we were talking about superheroes, did you hear about the Hulk puppy? Hold on. Hulk puppy. The Hulk Hulk puppy. No, do explain. I will. So, I got it right here. Let me pull it up two seconds. The, it was a North Carolina dog gave birth to a lime green puppy who the family quickly named Hulk. So you've never seen it? Here, no, no. I've got a picture. I know this is great for a podcast. It's not diet or anything? No, this is this is what this dog was born to look like. Um, I'll post this on Monday when this episode comes out so everybody can see Hulk puppy. If you haven't already like seen yellow. it. yellow. Yeah. Well, I think he's like, a, well, it said lime green, uh. right? So apparently one puppy in North Carolina is a standout among seven brothers. So I guess there were six other ones. Yeah. Um, that came out normal because he was born with lime green fur. Uh, Shanna Stamey and her family say that the white German shepherd Gypsy gave birth to eight puppies Friday morning. It took about three hours. The birth was as expected until number puppy number four came along. I started freaking out because he was green. <laughs> I went too. That dog's dead because, you know, not every puppy, you know, sad thing, kids, not every puppy makes it, you know. Unfortunately, animals have litters because it's un- a lot of times you know puppies, kittens, things like that don't yeah. make it. Yeah. So um, yeah, she she thought there was something wrong, but it turned out that there wasn't really nothing wrong with this dog. That it just came out with this weird greenish color, and they said it was actually fairly healthy, and it had an extremely aggressive appetite. And so between the aggressive appetite and the green the color. color, they're like, this dog is Hulk. You yeah. know, he's the Hulk dog. So I'm pretty sure this dog's going to become popular. I, I think you give it a hair or shake. If he stays green enough, he'll end up on some sort of like late-night so, TV show. So who adopted it? No, it was it was the, these people. I don't know if they... I would imagine if you have a green puppy, you're keeping it. You're not, oh, yeah, you're yeah. not adopping it. So this, Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm a liar. I should have read further in the story. Fake news. Fake news. The family will look for a loving family to adopt Hulk and his siblings when they're old enough. But for now, they figure... They're, it's like finding a shamrock. They're lucky to have the green puppy in their lives. I tell you what, though. I like weird animals. You know, I have a, a corgi. He's kind of weird, short, and tailless. Yeah. And we also just recently adopted a kitten that was born without a tail. And he's kind of weird and tailless. But I don't have any green pets. <laughs> I know you have a green pet, though. I have a lizard. Yeah, so yeah. there you go. Yeah. 
but yeah, that's, I thought that was the most interesting thing ever. And um, like I said, I'll post a picture of him. Yeah. But you're right. He almost looks more yellow than lime green, but maybe it's just the photo. Yeah. It'd be so cool if like Mark Ruffalo reaches out. I want that dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the Hulk adopts the Hulk? Yeah. That would be perfect. I think that's exactly what should happen. The Hulk puppy is pretty cool. Um, yeah. So moving on from Hulk puppy to uh i want to wish you know we wished you a happy birthday earlier today oh yeah but an even bigger birthday as amazing as you are with your 50 percent off deal for all of our <laughs> friends with the logos um betty white still alive 98 years old Ooh, 98 i saw that i was shocked i mean i love me some betty white she has been funny forever what's your do you have first of all a favorite betty white thing uh, I would say, remember that one scene in, um, what was the movie that had Sandra Bullock and, and Deadpool himself? So Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, they had a movie where... Was it like Miss Congeniality? Or? Yeah, it was some, it was some comedy and she was like their grandma or something. And something happened, it was pretty funny, but... She's always funny. She's played, in fact, recently, well, I guess well, not recent. I was watching reruns of Community, and she was oh, the, right. the teacher, and she was like super foul. She was like, uh, that was really good. I loved Betty White on Community. Of course, I loved her in Golden Girls. She was always funny. But if you like, if you Google Betty White, she was a hot back in the day, back in the black and white TV days. <laughs> she was on like all these like um, funny Saturday Night Lifestyle shows where they yeah, coming yeah. out there and just doing skits, and she was always good, quick on her feet. So I think that um, that just goes to prove that humor is the best medicine. The fact that someone like Betty White, who's hilarious yeah, and really kind of owned her life, lived 98. So happy birthday, Betty White. That's dope. Dope. Uh, last, I wanted to move on from News Jacuzzi to our um, other category of what has the internet birthed lately. Oh, and I'm interested. Yeah, so have you ever heard of uh, Puddles the Clown? Yeah, I um. Do you watch American Horror Story? No. Is well, he on American Horror Story? Yeah. Really? I think so. Are you sure? He was on America's Got Talent. Oh, shoot. You got a different clown in your mind. Different clowns. Huh? Yeah. Scarier, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Yes, but I know. Do you remember seeing him on because you watched Shin Lin? Did you watch Puddles on American Horror Story? Wasn't he the one that sang in your like jukebox YouTube channel thingy? Yeah, he's that. Yeah, he did. He did do a collab with the jukebox guys. Yeah. So yes, yeah. that guy. Yeah, that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I have a picture of him here that you can see. Remember, he's like super tall, big guy. Yeah. Well, kind of tying in with our puppy news, our our, our dear friend Puddles has um, redone the song by Foreigner. Uh, Want to know what love is? Want to yeah. know what love is? You know, like that yeah, song. Yeah. He's a much better singer than me. But this guy, if you've never seen him, he was on the interwebs for a long time, just doing his thing. And his big gimmick was because he's a really tall, weird-looking guy. Is he dressed like a really sad clown? Yeah. And he calls himself Puddles the Sad Clown. And he would he would start singing. It was just like jaw-droppingly good. You're like, oh my god, this yeah. guy's he's fantastic. So uh, Puddles has he had his little bit of fame. I think he probably had his biggest moment of fame when he was on AGT. But um, he's put out a song from Foreigner, and the whole thing is it's uh, meant to uh, all the he's selling it. You can actually buy this song. Is all the profits are going to um, um, people to remind remember to adopt pets. So oh, wow. his song will help you remember to adopt. 
the Hulk puppy. <laughs> but it's really well done. So if you wanted something good to listen to, it's too bad we can't play audio. Um, uh, his version of Foreigner's song is a lot different than the standard setup of it, and it's really good. So you can, you can share on the socials. Oh, you can. I'll, I'll put it. I'll put yeah. it. I'm gonna post a lot this time. Yeah, I think yeah. I'll post this also on Twitter, our Twitter page, so you guys can check it out. But yeah, um, Puddles the Clowns. He calls himself Puddles Pity Party. Uh, did a fantastic job of Foreigner, so I, I really dug it. But the funniest part about this, I actually came across this on a website called The Awesomer. Yeah. And I know you like The Awesomer, right? Yeah. It's it's on my bookmark. Yeah, and I, I check it out from time to time. Yeah. Generally, they're selling like weird items, gimmicky stuff. And now, though, I've, I've noticed that they started having like actual ads. So they'll have like their their items that they're promoting, and then they'll have something that looks like their item, but it's an ad from some advertiser. Oh, yeah. It's kind and of sneaky that way. It's very sneaky yeah. that way. But normally, I never click on that stuff because it usually even says it's an ad. But while I was looking at Puddles on the Awesomer, I saw this ad that caught my eye. Okay. And I had to look at it, and after I looked at it, I said, I have to share, <laughs> I have to share this with everybody. So they had an ad from a company called the Lockpick, Lockpick Shop. So that's lockpickshop.com. And what they, what they do is they make um, safes that don't look like safes. So you can, like, the different ways to, like, hide your valuables, your money, your jewelry. So it won't be obvious. Yeah, so right. it's not obvious. So yeah, if someone yeah. breaks into your house, you know, like in the old days, I always remember the can of soda. Like, it's not really a can of soda. You could keep your watch in there or something yeah, like that, yeah. that kind of thing. So it's that idea. And I saw this one, and it's literally called the brief safe. And I thought, wow, what's that? And the picture shows these really disgusting pair of underwears. Oh. <laughs> I'll post. A little whitey tighties. Yeah, so it's it's old man whitey tighties with some serious skid marks. I yeah. mean, like next level skid marks. But let me read you the description of this because this is what got me. The brief safe is an innovative place to store your money, documents, and small valuables. It's a way to hide your belongings in plain sight with a fly excess 4-inch by 10-inch hidden compartment secured by Velcro. These real underwear complete with authentic looking stain <laughs> will send would-be thieves running in opposite direction. Place them in your laundry basket, your suitcase, or anywhere else. You won't have to worry about any curious thieves getting their grubby mitts on your goodies. And so, like, literally, it made me laugh because I'm thinking, uh, and I'll post a picture of this, too, and maybe even a link to it. They're on sale right now, by the way, for $17.95, normally, oh, nice. normally 25 bucks. But, yeah, because sometimes, as hilarious as this is, when I travel, I don't know about you, but I don't always remember my lock from my suitcase. And I often wonder how often like maids and whatnot are digging through my stuff. Wouldn't it be funny to hide your cash? Like say you're in Vegas and you're not using the safe, in the, the real safe in the room like a normal person. You could totally put your cash in there. Nobody's taking it because it, it literally looks so gross. What if like the maid takes it for clean? I don't think the maid's going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. I mean, that's it's it's disgusting, but brilliant all at the same time. It's like the same idea as like those um, the sandwich bags. Oh yeah, you put molds on to make your bread look moldy. Yeah, the sandwich bag that has like the printed mold on it. Yeah, yeah. So it makes you so because yeah, that's pretty common at most workplaces where you have some a hole like stealing your food. But yeah, that's it. That was my what a way to end, right? The dirty uh, shit stained underwear. So, um, yeah, that's all I had for today. Unless you had anything else you wanted to chit-chat about? Oh, no. Oh, 
By the way, oh. I started The Magicians again. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. That's a nice BTW. Yeah. Uh, what season are you on? Uh, four. Season four. How many seasons are there? Five is happening right now. So five, and that show is normally on sci-fi. Yeah. But the... the, um, the Don't re- watch it on sci-fi. Why? Because they... Uh, they censor it? They censor all the F-words in... Oh, cursings. Okay, yeah. so if you want to get the un- the unedited version of it, is on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, what, is it still good? Uh, I'll tell you next episode. Okay, I really yeah. liked it. I only yeah. watched. I'm pretty far behind. I think I only watched the first two seasons of Magicians. But yeah, if you if you come in and say it's good, I'll jump back in. I like yeah. that show. Yeah, so I'll save it for like next episode. And talk Perfect. More That'll about be a, a healthy stream topic. Yeah. All right. So just like the Magicians, we're gonna poof our way out of here. And we'll catch you next time. Everybody have a great evening, morning, middle of the day, night. Happy birthday, everybody. Bye. Nice vagina, Gwyneth Daltrow.